just channeled your energy. Hi everyone, my name is Anisha Bandakavi. I'm a Humanity Rising ambassador, and today I'm extremely proud and honored to introduce to you Alicia Gupta. She is going to be hosting um, our very first episode of our Humanity Rising Voices What Cause Inspires You podcast, where she's going to be featuring students and their service stories in order to inspire you to make a change in their community and in their lives. So thanks so much for coming on, Alicia. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. It is our first episode of What Cause Inspires You. Um, and today we're going to be talking about cyberbullying. So I'll just screen share and then we can get started. Perfect. So as I talked about before, we are going to be talking about cyberbullying. And this episode is called Behind the Screen, The Harms of Cyberbullying. I hope you guys all enjoyed the song I just played and really got a chance to listen to it closely. If not, no worries. Let's do a little analysis of it. So the song is ca called Billy by Law. Law is actually one of my favorite artists. Um, and in the first stanza, Love portrays Billy's disappointment in himself, lack of confidence, and this type of feeling that the whole world is against him. Now, I'm sure many of you guys have experienced one or more of these feelings, which is why the song spoke to me. He talks about Billy got down under pressure at 24. He couldn't go to bed at night because he saw the world came crashing down the way it does. But... Billy comes up with the solution to his problem. And if we look at the chorus, it goes, to all the people that were mean, he just channeled your energy. And to all the people that believed, he just channeled your energy. So Billy was able to convert all the negativity thrown at him into positive energy. Whether it's people laughing at you, teasing you, being rude and disrespectful, I want you guys to all go through this presentation, keeping in mind a few keywords. It's the positive mindset, the belief, the confidence, the support system that's gonna allow you to be free of care from the haters, the non-believers, and whatever else the world decides to throw at you. At the end of the song, it says, Billy is free. He's free of that negativity and he was able to channel it into things like self-care and good vibes, as we call it. So now that we have dissected the song lyrics, I have a few questions I wanted to ask to kind of get a sense of the audience and what you guys know regarding the topic of cyberbullying. The first one is, what is cyberbullying? The second one is, have you or anyone you know experienced cyberbullying? And finally, do you know the resources to contact if you are being cyberbullied? So, hi again, my name is Alicia, and I've decided to speak to you about this topic because I've been cyberbullied. And you're about to hear why I'm so adamant that we rally more people to put an end to cyberbullying. But before I go on, I do want to let you know that I will be posting my email in the chat. So if you ever need someone to talk to, whether it's a story that you have, um, an experience that you've gone through with bullying or cyberbullying, or simply to know more facts about this issue, please, please reach out to me and I'd be more than willing to talk about it. So my story comes in four main parts. Each part is representative of an incident that I've been cyberbullied. Um, the first one is the summer 2018 and I had just finished sophomore year in high school. The cyberbullying took form as direct messages to me and my close friends from a fake account that was created on Instagram. It kind of started off like any mean comment, so it was really easy to brush off at first. I was just ignoring them. 
Um, people are always going to say something and have something to say about you, um, unfortunately, and they hide behind these anonymous platforms to do so and put you down. But then this type of cyberbullying started escalating. It went on for almost two months. The account kept messaging me and I made the mistake of responding. So it escalated really fast. It got to a point where the person had personal information about me that seemed stalkerish in manner um, and actually threatened my physical safety. And that's when I finally decided to tell my parents about it. Little did I know that it would relapse and the relapse, relapse happened in December of 2019. Um, I assumed it was the same person, but who knows? Uh, once again, this person decided to text friends of mine degrading, degrading comments about myself. Now, this is when it really got to me. I started believing that these comments were true and wasn't really sure how to handle them. And honestly, it was just time that I forgot um, and that was the way I coped with it. This year in February, however, multiple fake accounts popped up on my Instagram, commenting all sorts of rumors that I had never heard before. This is when it started to not affect me. Now, you guys might think it's weird, like, why is it not affecting you now? Um, obviously, this person had all the time in the world to put me down, um, and the person that actually helped me get through this was my mom. I called her up, I was in Berkeley, I believe. I called her up crying and crying. I was like, how could people be saying things about me like this? The whole world hates me. And she said this one thing that really helped me get through it. She said, why are you letting the opinions of one person or a select few individuals invalidate everything you know about yourself? Just let that sink in for a little bit. It's just the opinion of one person or a few people invalidate everything that you know about yourself. Now, I still get hate messages and fake accounts popping up on my social media account, but now I know to convert that negative energy into a drive to not allow cyberbullying affect more youth. Awesome, so let's get back to those questions that we asked before. The first one I asked was what is cyberbullying? Cyberbullying is the repeated instance of bullying via digital devices. So it can be anywhere that people can view, participate, or share negative content. We already talked about two types of cyberbullying, but a few more are the sharing of personal information, causing embarrassment, or even sharing sexual content and Photoshopping content, which is a criminal offense. And then where does it happen most often? It happens on social media a lot. But the most dangerous can be the text or instant messages because it's so hard to notice and other people aren't aware that it's going on. Cyberbullying is permanent. For the victim, the information posted online is never deleted. So if this is sexual images or personal information that the bully has sent out, it can be extremely damaging, which is why you guys are all here today to make a stop to an issue before it escalates. On the flip side, for the bully, it can affect job and college admissions. That's only if it's reported. It's persistent. We're on social media 24 seven, especially now more than ever. It allows for constant communication wherever and whenever. This is, can be the main reason why cyberbullying is actually more damaging than physical bullying or verbal bullying. Cyberbullying is a mental game. And lastly, it's hard to notice. No one is going to know if a bully is directly messaging you, and unfortunately, victims don't often have the courage to speak out about it. 
from personal experience, when you receive those messages, you think, what if this person is saying is true? Which is why you then don't want to tell anybody else about it because you don't want them thinking it's true as well. That's why we need to build a support system that's non-judgmental and we need to reach out there to everybody to let them know that we're here for whatever they're going through, whether it's cyberbullying or any other issue. So how many people actually get cyberbullied? One in three youth, that's around 33%. However, in 2020, it drastically increased to 73%. And from that, 44 was just last month. 44% of youth were cyberbullied in the month of April. But then there's a twist. 50% of youth won't tell anybody, which means the numbers of incidents is actually greater than that 73%. And only one-fifth will report it. And like myself, 25% of the people who are cyberbullied will have multiple instances of it. It will keep coming back to them. They need to know where to go to get help. I do wanna leave up a few statistics about the mental and physical damage it can do to someone. To point out a few, 64% of victims don't feel safe at their schools and it affects their ability to learn. Cyberbullying is actually the second leading cause of suicide with 26% of the victims having thoughts of self-harm. 26% due to insecurities deleted their social media accounts and 14% felt as if their relationships with their peers and parents were ruined. Depression, anxiety, comparing yourself on social media, eating disorders. These are sadly things that many youth face and are not only caused by cyberbullying, but then you have to ask yourself, why are we letting cyberbullying add to these problems? Personally, every time I get a notification, my heart stops a little in fear that it's another bad message or account and I hesitate to check every single time I get any notification. And sadly, that fear is something that I'm going to have to live with for a really long time. For cyberbullying stories on anonymous platforms because I know how hard it is to speak up about the issue. And here are a few I did want to briefly address. Um, before I go on to those people out there who submitted a testimonial or to anyone facing an issue of cyberbullying or bullying in their schools, I just want to let you know that you are not alone. So the issue of identity, this one reads, I used to get bullied pretty badly for being into my culture because people thought it was weird. It hurts me so much. Whether it's being part of the LGBTQ plus community, your race, your socioeconomic status, your talent, or in this case, your culture. People are always going to find ways to discriminate, categorize, and degrade. Next, we will have one about fan pages. It reads, I was bullied in second grade by my best friends. It took a toll on me, even though I was really young, but I told my mom and they got in trouble. They stopped after a few years. I moved and they made a fan page to make fun of me. This deals with the idea of making a fan page to mock, to ridicule, only eventually causing the victim in this case to feel insecure about posting. And finally, the idea of cancel culture. Cancel culture originated when people would essentially band together um, against a company or organization they believed was doing something wrong. This then progressed into being a form of group shaming 
over social media when people essentially cancel you for not living up to certain standards. And then again, leading to the emotional effects we discussed before. Cancel culture started as an idea to call someone out for their behavior, but has essentially turned into this form of approval. If you fit the standard, you're fine, but otherwise you are canceled. So this one reads, there are so many people ready to take their lives, especially during quarantine, because thousands of people are trying to cancel them. Again, all of these testimonials are super, super damaging and lead to things like suicide, depression, anxiety. So how can you help? First, know the signs. When someone is being cyberbullied, they're not gonna tell people. We talked about it being hard to notice, especially if it's personal. So you need to look out for people who are acting different, more anxious, not completing tasks, lonely, or have mentioned suicidal thoughts. And once you've done that, know the resources, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, a local counselor, or the Mental Health, health Helpline. You guys need to be the ones to post these lines out to the public. So whoever is being cyberbullied knows that they have these resources they can contact. And once that's done, gain the courage to speak out. This goes back to the bravery phase of my story. I was able to tell my parents and teachers the incidents, and now I'm able to share it with you guys. I just wish that when it first happened in my first stage, my friends were able to tell my parents and teachers, and no, it's not going to be easy, but it's something that we all need to gain the courage. You guys need to be the one to gain the courage for the victims of cyberbullying. And if you are being cyberbullied, I do have a few steps just to remember to try to avoid and mitigate the problem as soon as possible. The first one is do not respond. I made the mistake of responding, don't respond. Block that person as soon as possible. They are trying to get into your head, don't let them. Screenshot the evidence and then report it. And after you've done that, protect your passwords because people who are cyberbullies uh, usually can actually hack into whatever device they're using. And then finally, if you remember anything from this presentation, it would be that do not be a bystander, be a friend. I am so lucky to have so many of my friends on this call still having my back and giving me the courage to even present an issue like this. So about getting involved, Humanity Rising is putting together a series of student videos speaking about putting an end to bullying. So if you are interested, email me a video about how you want to stand up to cyberbullying. And here is an example from Devin Moore. Hello, I'm Devin Moore, founder of Hashtag Race to Speak Up, an anti-bullying organization. And I am a proud Humanity Rising ambassador. I just want to thank everyone who joined the Empowering Youth to Change the World Humanity Rising Voices podcast. I'm so glad to have been a part of a panel with such great speakers who spoke about their personal experiences with bullying and what we are doing to positively change the world. From our host, Steve Sarowitz, who encourages everyone to be more peaceful, to Congresswoman candidate Marie Newman, to educator Patrick McGill, to peace warrior Alex King, and stand for the silent Kirk Smalley, who touches my heart every time he speaks from his heart about ending bullying. We need your help, guys. We need you to help Humanity Rising and help our work. Thank you. So again, if you guys want to take a stand to bullying, please email me a video and we're going to put it together to show everybody that it is possible for a community to rally up together against such issues. 
Speaking of Devin Moore, he's actually going to be our next speaker on What Cause Inspires You podcast. Speaking of the topic, let's race to speak up against bullying. The podcast is going to resume on May 27th at the same time, 7 p.m. Central Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, and if you are like Devin Moore and have done some service to your community that you would like to share, I will be posting the application form to uh, apply to speak on this podcast in the chat after we're done. Other things that everyone can get involved in is our Voices podcast. It runs every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Time. Voices is essentially a series where we feature business professionals and community leaders who have inspired change in their communities and are now empowering youth to do so. Voices is a great opportunity to get some service learning, leadership skills, and even for, um, for scholarships. And finally, we have our mentorship opportunity. Um, we're looking for high school students to mentor youth in their community. Yeah. There's going to be a call about this on May 18th. Um, so email me if you're interested. Uh, Alicia, I have a question. Yes. Uh, when you mentioned the statistics, about the 73% uh, in April. Right. Uh, is that nationwide or California? That's nationwide. That's in the United States. All over? Okay. All over the United States. Hi, Alicia. I have a question. Hi. I just want to say you did a great job. And um, my question is, so what if the student isn't confident enough to speak up to an adult about their cyberbullying? What advice do you give them? Yeah, sure. So I would say that speaking up, up to an adult or to your parent is going to be the easiest way to get over it. But if they're not ready to speak up, blocking and deleting is going to be important. If you weren't ready like me to speak up to a parent until it escalated, you want to make sure that it doesn't escalate. And the easiest way to do that is block and delete. Get rid of it. You don't want it in your mind. You don't want it on your phone. You want to be free of those people that are trying to put you down. But I do strongly encourage telling someone because taking action is going to be important to making a stand for all other victims out there as well. Alicia, I have a question. Yeah. So what advice do you have for someone who isn't being directly affected by cyberbullying but has a friend that is? Sure, so if your friend, if you know someone who is being cyberbullied, um, encourage them to tell somebody about it. You wanna speak to them, you want them to confide in you, and also refer them to those resources that we talked about before. If you see their conditions escalating to the point of self-harm, um, anxiousness, depression, then you guys need to be the ones to just tell a parent or teacher. I know sometimes it feels that we're violating trust, but trust me, this is gonna be more important to tell somebody about it and take action before they do something that could possibly harm them for the rest of their lives. Anything else about heading to get, how to get involved? Um, we have a question here from Natasha. She said, how are you able to stay positive through all of the hate? Um, yeah, so I think that kind of goes back to what my mom told me. Oh my God, I'm going to get a little emotional. Um, but it honestly, it's just knowing your self-worth. It's that positivity. It's that confidence. It's taking all the hate and converting it into something good to the society. It was amazing. Uh, good, uh, good information. Thank you for 
getting the courage to come share that with us. Of course, thank you. As a parent, I had a question, you know, if my son or daughter are in, uh, say, high school, you know, yeah. and as you said, uh, cyberbullying is happening, right? So uh, should I advise them not to get into social media still they complete their studies or is social media really important for, you know, this generation? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I can definitely address that. I know when this happened to me, my parents were really worried about me getting more involved in social media, that exact concern. I would say still let them be involved in social media. I do think it's super important for a network. I mean, social media is the reason I was able to get my voice out there and help other people. So I wouldn't say block social media for two reasons. The first one is it's relevant in today's day and age. And the second reason is that if you do, the child might actually act out even more um, in the sort of rebellious nature and then not tell you when they are being cyberbullied. And we just wanna to try to prevent that as much as possible. So instead, I think the better route to go is definitely keep an eye, monitor it, and try to build that relationship to the point where if they are, they're not afraid to share it with you because they know that you guys are on the same team. You're gonna work through it together. It's all about a positive reinforcement, getting, knowing that it's not their social media accounts that are causing the problem, it's whoever the bully is. So you never wanna blame it on the medium. Um, you wanna make sure they're still supported in that. I hope that helps. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Hi, I had a question. I was wondering if like making your account private would help you from um, being cyber bullied or not? Yeah, so I personally did make my accounts private um, through those few weeks that I was being heavily cyber bullied. Um, just so the accounts die down, I don't think that's a bad option at all. Actually, I think it could help mitigate the problem. Um, but then I don't think it needs, like, if you are comfortable or were comfortable with being public to begin with, don't let bullying get the best of you and break that confidence. So as a temporary solution, yes, but you still want to be able to regain the confidence and know your worth to the fact that you're able to have everything go back to normal. I hate it when people are getting cyberbullied and they're starting deleting posts and all of everything that they, they had established ahead of time just goes down the drain. We don't want that to happen. I hope that helps, Sonia. Alicia? Yes. I just want to say thank you again, because you are, did a great job and you are a strong person. And um, I have one more question. So yes. during this pandemic, cyberbullying is on the rise. And I just am wondering, what advice do you have for students to like, put their focus somewhere else during this pandemic? Yeah, so I mean, getting off certain social media platforms is going to be a great way. The way that I view social media, obviously, to connect with friends, um, keep in touch, it's going to be great. But I wouldn't suggest using it as your primary source of entertainment, especially if you find yourself looking at people's platforms, looking at online um, portfolios of people, and then comparing yourself. Right? We talked about that cancel culture before. It's the idea that you think that this is a standard you need to be, and you try to meet that. If not, you're discouraged, you get anxious, it could lead to depression. So I would just say, 
confidence comes from living your best life, doing things that you love, enjoying your passions. Don't sit there on social media, scrolling through Instagram, comparing yourself to these highlighted versions of someone else. Yeah, of course. I think we had a question in the chat saying, are schools required to do anything if a student is cyberbullied? Um, so actually I brought the issue of cyberbullying to my school and no, unless you know for sure it's a student at the school that is cyberbullying you, which is really hard to find out sometimes who the bully is, the school cannot do anything. Um, you would have to go to the police because this is a criminal offense. Um, so unless, yeah, unless you know that it is a student at that school that's cyberbullying you, the school is not required to do anything. <laughs> 